Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we got a lot to discuss, all right? Salutes to all the savages. Rusty, I see you in the chat. Everybody, you know, going off. We have a lot to talk about, okay? Listen, since the last show, there's been a lot of things moving and shaking around in New York. Jets, lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody, trust me, all right? We're going to be talking about Corey Davis retiring. Aaron Rodgers is going to play in the final Giants game. Somebody just won themselves a right tackle spot. Okay, that boy Becton is on the board. Brees Hall is off the pup, and so is Dwayne Brown. All right? We got a lot to talk about. 515-602-9639 is the number. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. But before we get into it, okay, let me, let me, let me open up the show. I'm so hyped. Okay, listen. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Now, your boy's also on iTunes as well, all right? Listen, can we get over to iTunes, all right? Go on over to iTunes, type in Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast on there, okay, and leave your boy a five-star rating, okay? Leave me a five-star rating. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here and how I conduct myself. (laughs) How I conduct myself, okay, on this show, all right? (laughs) I'm crazy. (laughs) so please do that and again i want to thank everyone that does uh that does leave me a rating and lets me know (laughs) how they feel about how crazy i am (laughs) how crazy i am about the jets all right i want to thank everybody that does that and if you haven't please go over there and do that now your boys also on twitter as well okay going over to twitter at the long beach joe at the long beach joe on twitter Follow me, I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth. I talk to people all the time, all right, on Twitter. A lot of things to discuss on there as well. I have get into a lot of uh, arguments <laughs> with various people uh, about this football team. So please go over there and follow your boy across Twitter as well. And for those of you that do not know, listen, we live stream the radio show, okay? We live stream content over here. This show is all over the place. Not only are we on Blog Talk, okay, going over to Blog Talk, Blog Talk backslash Long Beach Joe Show. I'm over there as well. Salutes to everybody on Blog Talk, all right? But I'm also on YouTube as well, okay? Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. And give the videos a thumbs up. Give the stream a thumbs up. Okay, and share it across your social media platforms with your friends and your family. Okay, but just know that when you come in here, (laughs) listen, you catch my shows live, 
Y'all going to have to deal with some people, all right? And I call them the savages, all right? My chat, I call them the savages. You want to know why? Because they're savage. Listen, man, (laughs) nobody's safe, not even me, all right? If they don't like your takes, if they don't like what you're bringing to the table, they're going to let you know. Trust. They're going to let you know, all right? So uh, please uh, come on over here, you know, and salutes to all the ladies out there. You know, they check out the show. They say, hey, Joe, you're looking good. Yeah, thank you. You know, they like the show. They like what I'm doing over here. They say, your boy's handsome. Thank you. I'm not an arrogant guy. I just work with what I got, and I appreciate you, all right? Salutes to all the savages in the chat. I see you, Arizona Jet. Cameron, I see you. Edward Stewart, I see you. Michael, I see you. Val, I see you outlaw in the building. How about them Jets? Salutes. Edward Stewart, Rusty again. Salutes. I see all y'all. And again, the lines are hot, and we're going to get to everybody. Trust. Be patient. New callers, be patient. We're going to come to y'all, okay? Man, so many things going on and moving and shaking now. We have got to get into it. Oh, also, my overseas listeners as well, thank y'all for listening. I don't know if I said enough. But everybody that listens to me, that hits me up from across the pond, Germany, UK, some people listen to me in Ireland, Australia, uh, the Middle East, people listen to me all over the place. I appreciate all of you, okay? Everybody that listens to me, but especially the guys and the, the, the ladies and gentlemen from the UK or from, you know, overseas, I truly appreciate y'all and I want to thank y'all for that, okay? I get hit up a lot by different people different countries saying hey joe we listen to you i'm always shocked okay i'm just you know i'm just a fan just showing my love for the football team and i appreciate every single one of you so i want to let make sure that i let my uh overseas people know that all right i appreciate y'all and of course my people in america y'all know i got love for y'all as well so now we're going to get into it quickly okay give me one second we're just going to cover the topics there's been a lot of things moving and shaking since the last show Callers will get to y'all in a second. Trust, we come into the lines, okay? I see all of you. Steve, Rusty, 646, new callers. I will come to y'all in a second. And, again, the lines are open, 515-602-9639. First, we're going to get to Aaron Rodgers. Listen, for those of you that may not know, Aaron Rodgers will play in the final preseason game against the Giants, okay, for the New York Jets. And I am hyped to say the least. I'm fired up, all right? I'm fired up to see old eight out there, okay? Listen, there's no report to how long he'll be out there, okay? And, I'm, of course, we all are guessing that there's going to be a host of other starters out there with him as well, right? But there's no report on how long he's going to be out there, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens with that going forward. Keep in mind, Rodgers has not played in a preseason game since 2018, okay? So it's been a minute, all right? And then – to my opinion, right, this is my personal opinion, I think that this is needed. I know there was a lot of Jets fans that were like, Don't, no, no, this is a bad idea. I think this is a good idea, okay? Listen, there's major expectations from this fan base, from the media, from everybody that is going to be watching the New York Jets and rooting for them or even rooting against them. They want to see, can this offense produce? All right, we have major expectations this upcoming season as well. People talking Super Bowl, people talking a lot of different things. This offense is going to have to put things together and get it done out there on the field, all right? 
Now, here's the deal. To have that major success, guys got to get out there and build continuity. Okay, this is a new scheme. There's a couple guys that, that know the scheme that have been in it, that have been there when it's time, you know, to go. Where everything's at 100%, you got a defense screaming down, trying to take your head off. You got Aaron Rodgers under center. They know what that environment is like, okay? There's a couple guys on here that do. Alan Lazard, namely being one of them, Billy Turner. There's, there's a couple other guys, right? Tim Boyle that's currently on the roster, Randall Cobb. But there's a lot of guys that don't know, okay? What about Garrett Wilson, right? We're expecting big things from him. First year in the new scheme here with Nathaniel Hackett, right? And Nathaniel Hackett's not a new not a new coach around the league, but he's our new offensive coordinator here. What about C.J. Uzama? What about Tyler Conklin, right? What about a host of guys along the offensive line that are just getting themselves put together in the scheme? All right? What about that? All those guys are going to have to really get their feel and understand what it's like to get in there to have that type of major success that we're expecting. Keep in mind, right, expecting major success from a new scheme in its first year particularly an offensive scheme in its first year, boy, generally you don't get that type of success in the first year. <laughs> generally you don't, okay? Generally you don't. You can look it up. Look up 2019 when LaFleur brought the scheme, him and Nathaniel Hackett, with the Packers. Look at all the confusion that it caused the offense there. You can go look it up. Guys were running the wrong routes. <laughs> it's, and Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback of that team. Aaron Rodgers, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, uh, wide receivers were running the wrong routes. Uh, you had the offensive line that had trouble blocking. They were all trying to get their footing in the scheme, right? So it's good that guys are going to go out there, start building that momentum, building that continuity, start building that knowledge, start figuring out what's going on here, okay? So that's going to be big. And keep in mind, right, outside of the expectations and all these things, we play killers this year. We play real killers, folks. I don't know if y'all know this. Okay? <laughs> Listen, we got the Bills opening up. We got the Cowboys. We got the Eagles on the roster. Kansas City's on the roster. Listen, we got to get it together. The New York Jets offense has to come out the gate hot. It has to. My God, Kansas City gets off the bus up 28. <laughs> you think I'm lying. Patrick Mahomes, all that, that offense, Andy Reid, them boys ain't got no off switch. It's all on. There's no breaks. It's all gas with them offensively. If you cannot compete offensively with these teams that we got coming up, not just Kansas City, I'm just talking about the Eagles, the Chargers is on the, on the schedule as well. If you can't put up points against them, if you're sputtering, they'll blow the doors off you. Won't even think twice. You want to compete with these upper echelon teams, Jets fans talking about Super Bowl? I'll have some people, I'm sure, on the line tonight talking about Super Bowl expectations. You better be ready to put up some points. And nobody's going to care that you just got here and y'all trying to figure it out. They're going to smoke your boots. So I think that this is a good thing. I like that, you know, he's getting, starting to play. We even see Patrick Mahomes playing in the preseason. There's a reason for that. Start getting that momentum. Start getting the heat going. So, Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there, and I'm hyped about it. Of course, we saw the Buccaneers game as well, the last preseason game. There were some standouts, one of them, okay, being my boy, Makai Becton. Ha-ha! <laughs> Makai Becton! was phenomenal. He was phenomenal, okay? 
in the starts that he got at right tackle. As we know, Makai's been one of the best or the best tackle, my personal opinion, and not in just my personal opinion and others' opinions as well that cover the team. He's been the best tackle in camp for a minute, okay? And uh, he's been showing up and showing out. But he hadn't gotten any first-team reps outside of when Max Mitchell had gotten hurt, okay, for a little bit. And then immediately once Max Mitchell came back, he was immediately snatched and put back on that second team. Well, Beckton went out against the Bucks and made a statement. He was dominant. He was throwing people around, finishing people. Anybody can look up. There's a clip where Makai Beckton literally grabbed this dude and pushed him down on the ground and then finished the block and drove him into the ground. He was a straight bully, bruh. I'm talking bully. The Makai Beckton that I know of, the Makai Beckton I told y'all about, and guess what? He has been named the New York Jets starting right tackle for the upcoming game. Okay? And it's looking like, again, that he's going to be our starting right tackle going into the season. Now, keep in mind, man, he's worked very hard to get back. Things have been looking good. He's been dominant, building strength in that knee. Everything's feeling good. And I'm excited about him, man. Of course, we know that he's talked about a lot of things that have gone on with him in the offseason. He's been in some dark places, you know, ever since the injury, trying to get back from it. And now you see him overcome all of those things, and now he's back out on the field. Keep in mind, he also said, hey, he's not going to rest on his laurels, man. He's not. He knows it's not over because he found out that he was going to be the starting right tackle during the meetings. That's when he found out. He said, hey, they just came to me and said, look, you're going to start, you know, gear up and get going. He said, I'm not done, though. I'm not done. I'm going to keep going. It's all about finishing the mission. The mission is not finished. I'm going to go out there and dominate people, and I know that he'll do that. Makai is out to show everybody in this league, everybody, all of you, that he's that dude. Trust. That man can get it going, get it rocking, stay strong, keep moving, stay grinding. Boy, oh, boy. The league will again recognize Makai as one of the best because he will be. Now, keep in mind, there's some other things moving and shaking across the offensive line as well. Dwayne Brown is off the pup. He's off the pup. Guy's been in practice. Guy's been moving and shaking. He recently got cleared. He was in Houston working with guys. Got cleared. Now he's out there. So he's back. Of course, ATV and Lakin as well. Been dealing with injuries here and there, but they're good. They're going to be back and should be ready to go as well for the upcoming game against the Giants. There's also been a lot of talk as well along the offensive line of bringing in Jason Peters. We'll be talking about that tonight. Jason Peters showed some interest. He did say, hey, if they give me a call, I'll show up and show out. Hmm. He also said that he'd be willing to help coach, you know, coach up the rookies, teach up the young guys, and if they need him to sit down, then he'll take that that position as well. He'll be there for depth reasons. He'll be here for depth reasons. Keep in mind, Jason Peters does play offensive tackle. We know Jason Peters at one point was one of the best offensive linemen in the league. He also plays guard too. So there's some versatility with him. All right. Now, as training camp continued to roll on as well as we know it's over now, but Brees Hall was also cleared as well. He was off the pup and looking unbelievable on the field. Yo, I'm going to keep it real with you. Brees Hall looks like nothing happened to him. I'm keeping it real with y'all. Bruh, Brees Hall was playing 11 on 11, okay? He was in. 
in 11-on-11, caught a slant from Aaron Rodgers and took off, I said, oh, boy. What the heck is going on here? That boy was running like nothing happened to him. He looks like the same old Brees Hall. There's no way that that man is human. There's no way. (laughs) There is no way, bro. No way. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward with Brees, man. See how the New York Jets handle his situation because uh, he looks amazing, okay? He looks amazing. Now, as we continue to move on to some other news, listen, Corey Davis has retired, okay? Corey Davis has retired, shockingly, right? It came out of nowhere. Listen, Corey Davis announced on his IG, okay, on his personal IG, he came out and wrote a statement about how he's stepping away from football. He said, for some time now, I've been contemplating stepping away from the sport of football. This decision has not been easy. Although I am a deep person, I am a man of few words. I've been searching my heart for what to do, and I feel that stepping away from the game is the best path for me at this time. I have more blessings than I ever imagined. I have a family, or excuse me, I have an amazing family, a beautiful wife, and two healthy children that I look forward to spending more time with. I am truly grateful for all the opportunities I have had and will continue to have on my journey. Thank you to my family and the Jets organization for supporting me through this process. Wow. Out of nowhere, Corey Davis walks away, steps away from football. Of course, there was a lot of questions from the media as well to Sulla about, you know, what was the driving force, right? And a lot of people were still asking questions as well because, again, in the statements that I read, he didn't actually use the word retire. So a lot of people were hanging on that semantics, right? Um, and Sulla said, hey, he wouldn't discuss, uh, you know, anything further and that he would leave that to Corey if Corey felt like he wanted to come out and divulge more information, okay? But Corey Davis has retired. And, uh, of course, he, there was reports that he let the, you know, the team know well before he actually announced it on his IG there was a lot of rumors going back and forth, Jets fans thinking, oh, the Jets were going to cut Corey Davis. That's why that's wrong, too. There are various, you know, team analysts, one of them, Connor Hughes, that came out and said, no, the Jets were going to keep him. He was beloved by the team. So, listen, I wish nothing but the best for Corey Davis. We all know, you know, there's a lot of things going on outside of football, and I'm glad that he's going to move forward in his journey and, and find his way. I'm excited for him, and I'm excited for his process after football so it's going to be really exciting to see what happens going forward as well with this wide receiver core there's been a lot of talk about a lot of different things man about what's going to happen here some Jets fans immediately hit me up and we'll get to the lines this is the last one believe me 515-602-9639 we will get to everybody I want to hear from everybody tonight Trust me, okay? New callers, old callers, hold on. Savages, hold on. Trust. <laughs> we getting to everybody. The lines is hot. But immediately after Corey Davis retired, I was hit up by a bunch of different people saying, Joe, we got to make a trade. We got to grab somebody. We got to go after a big name. Corey Davis is gone. And I said, uh, 
I don't think we necessarily need to do that, okay? Now, of course, we all love Corey Davis, but we got to keep in mind, man, I don't think the Jets have to run out and make a trade because I believe we have enough weapons here, okay? Keep in mind that if everybody was thinking that the offensive, the offensive you know, production and the excellence of the offense would hinge on Corey Davis being like a big-time producer here, uh, you look at the situation, Corey Davis was often injured here, right? He missed more games than he played. Nine games in 2021, that's how many he played, and he only played 13 games in 2022. Keep in mind as well, he never had over 600 yards in any season that he had been here with the New York Jets, right? So when you look at the other weapons that we have here, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Nicole Hardman, Randall Cobb, then it opens the door for us to snag these two young guys, right, two younger guys. If we keep six guys, right? We can snag two younger wide receivers and get to, keep them in the building. One of them could be Jason Brownlee. The other could be Malik Taylor, right? Also, Gibson is a guy, too, that a lot of people are talking about. He's in the running to make the, make the squad as well, and he gives you something on special teams as a returner, and he's been very impressive. So I like where the New York Jets are as far as our talented wide receiver, and I think everything's going to be okay without Corey Davis. Keep in mind, a lot of people talking about trading away capital, to grab a wide receiver. There's a lot, of, a lot of things that this New York Jets roster needs to improve upon, okay, especially when you look at this offensive line, okay? Listen, Dwayne Brown is probably his final year. He's 38, all right? He's not going to be here for the future. We've got to grab somebody. That was why everybody was upset about Broderick Jones slipping away from us. Anybody remember that? We have to make sure that we have somebody on that left side, right, going forward to protect whoever's going to be here, whether it be Aaron Rodgers for these next couple of years or we move on to Zach Wilson or whoever after that. Then you look at the right side, right, right tackle. Makai, I think, is going to be phenomenal. Here's the deal. If Makai is phenomenal this year, guess what? <laughs> they declined his fifth-year option. So we're going to have to figure out what's going on with him going forward, Right. Keep in mind, you got to resign him if you want to keep him, right? If you, if you want to resign him, well, then guess what? You're going to have to pay him. Because if he turns back into the Makai Becton that we know as a top tackle in this league, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Do you know how much top tackles in this league get paid? Especially a guy that has shown you that he can be a top left tackle. Whoa. It's going to be insane. You're going to have every single team in the NFL knocking on his door, all of them, right? So that's going to be tough. Also keep in mind that the, uh, the situation as far as the relationship between him and the staff was rocky a while ago. So that can play a part as well in if he'd be willing to resign here or not. Now, if you don't resign him, okay, cool. You're going to have to franchise him, which is going to cost us a lot of money as well. Right. So to me, utilizing the capital to continue to move forward to help your football team along your offensive line in particular, keeping that draft capital would be a big help to the New York Jets instead of running out and trying to trade for some wide receiver. Also, the relief as well, because I believe we're getting that that money back as well from uh, from Corey Davis. It depends on how the team wants to handle it. But uh, we're getting that cash back, too. That's going to help us going forward as well. All right. 
So that's my spiel on that. I think the New York Jets will search the waiver wire, too. Of course, we got August 29th. Cuts are coming up. So guys are going to be out there, okay? So we're going we're gonna to have a chance to grab some people. So, listen, I got to get to these lines, all right? Lines are hot. We're going to get to everything. Of course, Alan Lazar is dealing with the AC joint injury. We know that Becton had a rest day on his last, on last day, all right? So that knee's looking good. He's feeling good. Things are looking good as well. And I'm excited, man. You couldn't, you couldn't find a guy more hyped than me, okay? I'm hyped, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> There's also questions about Carl Lawson as well, whether he'll be playing week one. Sella did talk about that. He's still dealing with the situation with his back, all right? So we're going to get to the lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. The number's literally on the screen. <laughs> Somebody hit me up recently. I don't make fun of people. I love all Jets fans and even the people that aren't Jets fans. Okay? I love football. And I love football fans. But, of course, we bleed green over here. Somebody hit me up and said, Joe, how do I call in? I watch the show all the time, but I don't know the show the, – the, the phone line, the phone number is literally on the screen, 515-602-9639. Please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, give the video a thumbs up, and again, share it across your social media for your friends and your family. If you want to give to the platform, Super Chat is there. Anything you give is greatly appreciated. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen as well. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated, okay? So now we're getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Keep in mind, there's only one rule on my show. Okay, well, actually, it's two. Don't scream over me, but the other rule is no cursing, okay? Don't curse on my show because I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got Jamal out of down. <laughs> fast, baby. What an overrated box safety. <laughs> and while I'm at it, you know what? I'll get you out of here fast. Faster we got a lot more out of here. <laughs> that was fast, too. <laughs> 515-602-9639. is the is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. First caller I'm going to is Rusty. Rusty's in early. Everyone be patient. We will get to everybody. Salutes, Rusty. I want to thank you for calling in. For those that do not know, Rusty is a savage. <laughs> Rusty, salute, salute, Joe. Salute, fellow you. savages. Salute. There you go. I broke your rule. I no. cut you off. My bad. <laughs> Love you, Listen, fam. we got a lot to get into. The lines are hot, Rusty, so we're going to get it moving, get it shaking. Listen, we look at the situation. Makai Beckton has won the starting right tackle position. How are you feeling about it? Dude, our guy Makai is, you know, like, like we were, he just has to get his mind right. Like, that injury, mm-hmm. dude, is a weird one. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, a lot has to do with the swelling and then his comfort. You know, like, so mm-hmm. left tackle, you're pivoting on a different leg. He's now got to, mm-hmm. you know, he he stepped on the train tracks, you know. He, he got over his fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's a big example of, of it. But, you know, 
he uh, it, it's it's good, man. He's starting out. He's eye hopping, and it's great. He's mm-hmm. back to being him. And if he's, geez, man, he's looking like he was during his rookie year at left tackle, but on right, if he's like AVT where he can just, <laughs> damn, man, I'm loving yeah. it. It's good. I I yeah. I hold for him, man. He's you know, and then I think a big thing has to do with it. Remember seeing on Hard Knocks or whatever, Roger. I don't I can't remember if it was Flight Twenty Three or Hard Knocks, but uh, Rogers is like, "Hey, man, you know, thanks, big guy. <laughs> you know, I, I need you. Do, do you want to go to lunch? You know." And then all of a sudden, now he's right tackle. You know, and he's happy. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I don't know what he got him for lunch. So it did. It did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. got him with Buffalo. Well, listen, it's good. Let's kill the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, listen. I'm telling you, Rusty. I'm so hyped and excited for Makai, especially when he talks about a lot of the things yeah. he's been through. We know he's been on a dark time, but the way and what it's going to do for the New York Jets as far as the protection, right? Because we talk about Jesus. making sure that Aaron Rodgers is protected. That's the big issue here, right? Because yeah, he's past, a redwood. We, look at Mike White. Mike White last year. Shrek crushed, right? We watched him against the Bills. He literally got sawed in half. We were like, what is going on? Well, here we have our crown jewel now, the guy that's going to be here for these next couple years, right, however long, and oh, he's the guy that's going to be able to step in and finally be at the helm of an offense that we believe is truly going to produce. But this is my question for an you. Anchor. My next question for you, Rusty, quickly. You look yeah, at yeah. the situation. Dwayne Brown now offered a pup. We got Makai Beckham back. The offensive line is moving and shaking. Are you concerned that they never actually worked all together at once in camp, that they never practiced all together at camp? Does that concern you as we continue to roll into this upcoming game in the season? Well, I'm literally knocking on wood right now. Knocking on wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, um, <laughs> and yeah, and no, but yeah, I, I know that's a weird, like, I guess, bleak answer. Uh, I, the only reason why it's like that and it's for, you know, we're getting him back, is because the the man's been around the league for a very long time. You know, now mm-hmm. his mind might be there. I, I, I pray to God his body is, but I know his mind will be there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. his body can catch up, and, you know, that'll be awesome. So mm-hmm. that that's what I hope for. I know mentally the, the guy, you know, the guy's a, a warrior and then some. I mean, geez, playing through what mm-hmm. he did all season, even though, you know, it did hurt us in a way. And you can't, you can't mm-hmm. take that away from that guy. That's, uh, yeah, uh, that's a, I can't imagine. That's daggers. But um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I it worries you, me. I, I should say <laughs> it does. But yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little concerned myself, but at the same time, again, I know that there's time for them to build some chemistry. We'll see what happens with the lineup that they put out there against the Giants, but there's some time for them yeah. to really get rolling. And these guys are vets. You that know? week again, six buy is actually me, looking good. Like McConaughey McGovern is going to be the starting center, so we'll see what happens going forward with that. Yeah. But yeah. you know, this line's full of vets. Guys are going to be able to pull things together. I just need them to really get rolling and get solid off the bat because this offense has got to start out hot. And talking about the Dolphins starting out hot, man, Aaron Rodgers will be starting in this upcoming game against the Giants. Are you in favor of that? I got hit by a lot of Jets fans that did not want to have that happen, and they were like, Joe, this should not be happening. Give me your thoughts on that. Um, it's like, how do I say it? Like, sending, you know, have a kid, 
they, you know, they want to go serve the country. Your decision, you got to do it, you know. And he he has to, you know. Like I don't want him to because uh, knock on wood again, the freaking, you know that that thing. And but he's got to get familiar with the guys in like a real situation. Now it stinks. I wish that you know the Giants and Jets behind the scenes both were like, look, <laughs> let start our offensive guys you know, each other's first string offensive linemen, just put our number two D in there, you know, mm-hmm. so we don't, that, that's what I sort of hope for, but that ain't happening. But, um, I, mm-hmm. I, I understand why, you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. shoot, you know, he, he's got to play games, you know? So, um, I'd rather it be this one than, you know, any of the other preseason games prior that we had, at, at least it's, okay. You know, he ha- and then, too, you know, he has to get familiar with our stadium. So that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. You know, it, it's going to be rocking. It's going to – Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. That's for sure. No, listen, I hear you. Listen, Rusty, my final question before I let you go. Corey Davis' retirement, give me your thoughts about that situation. And is there a guy that you're looking at on our wide receiver core that it opens the door for? You know, I, I never liked Corey – you know, just because of his, his cinder block hands. But, you know, this is not the way I wished it out on him. You know, that, that'd be messed up. Uh, I hope the best for him. You know, it was just, mm-hmm. you know, those those booped-up passes and stuff like that that, you know, if he played for any other team, one of our guys catches it. It's just our mm-hmm. in-the-past type of things. It just didn't yeah. work that way. But uh, yeah. as far as his replacement, um, I hope one of the other guys can. I hope B. Rabbit can or Brownlee or um, uh, what's his name, Taylor. But then, too, I mean, mm-hmm. the dark horse in it all, I I mean, Gasecki, he can't block anyway. Why not get him? He's a free agent. He'll be cheap. Throw him at wide receiver. He'll be dangerous as heck. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, mean, right? I hear you. I don't know. I, I mean, I hear you, but I'll tell you what. When you look at the situation here with the New York Jets, I think to the the guys that led, uh, you know, the the team last season in receptions, they're still here, right? Then you look at a lot of the other options that we have as well. Even with Corey Davis being gone now, we just talked about it. Brownlee, uh, Malik Taylor, those are two young, exciting guys. Of course, we got Garrett, I like Malik, and Lazard, and all the guys. Yeah, Malik is great, but you also look at the the utilization of our tight end position. I think that's going to be key as well. You got CJ Uzama, oh, Tyler Conklin, Dude, I'd put Jeremy it... Rucker. That's going to eat up some receptions. Then you look at Michael oh, Carter yeah. out the backfield, Brees Hall. That's going to eat up a lot of receptions. So I don't think it's going to – I don't think Corey Davis being gone is going to absolutely kill our production from wide receiver. Oh, yeah. So, but, I mean, like, yeah. too, I would put mm-hmm. Yaboa there in replace of Corey. Why not? And, yo, he, he, did you see how big he got this year? Dude, he's – Man, I'm telling you, it, it, depends looking... how, it depends on how many – it depends on how many tight ends the Jets are going to keep. You know, for real. I'd put him at wide me, receiver. I, I, Might as well. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I like it. But listen, Rusty, I, I got other callers. I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling. Next you. time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Absolutely. Salute to you, Jones. Salute to fellow savages. Let's go Jets. Kill the Giants. Absolutely. Listen, Rusty talking that talk, okay? He's talking that talk. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-969 is number. Call in. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody. Trust me. Next, we are going to 687. 687, we're coming directly to 
you, okay, six, excuse me, 678, area code 678, we're coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers starting in the upcoming game against the Giants. Long Beach Show, my brother, how you doing? This is King Losey out of Atlanta. Oh, wait, 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 wait. King Lo salutes and respect. I'll be seeing you, player. I just want to let you know that I'll be seeing you. You know what I'm saying? Give me your thoughts hey. about uh go ahead, go ahead, give me your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers. And I just want to say, Long Beach Joe, man, I appreciate all the work you do, man. I see you too all the time, my brother. Hey, what I think about Aaron Rodgers is here we go. Here we go. Mm -hmm. This is the time now. Everybody wanted to see what we about. Let's see what we about. Let's really get this offensive line together. Let's really get Aaron Rodgers in rhythm. It's it's a different play call when he's out there on the field. So now we gotta we gotta get that cadence down. We gotta get that yeah. that, that motion down. We gotta get those little nuances, those little ticky tack things in between the lines down, so he can get a rhythm. Is it? it my thing is, Long Beach Joe. At the end of the day, it's just not Aaron Rodgers playing. It's Quinn Williams playing. It's Sauce Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Sauce Gardner playing. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's it's everybody playing. So I'm just not worried about Aaron Rodgers getting injured. I'm worried about the whole team. The football has to be played. It has to be yeah. played. Yeah. No, listen, you talking facts, King. You talking facts. My next and final question for you, Makai Becton was named the starting right tackle for the game. What are your thoughts about him and the rebound that he's been able to make now, how he's been able to turn things around, get himself on the field, and really get things rolling? I think Makai Becton, is, is, he did the work. He lost the weight. Now here we go. Prove that you can be the best right tackle in the league. That's, that's the bottom mm-hmm. line. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? At the end of the day, Makai Becker, we all see what he is. We all know what he is. All he got to do mm-hmm. is show and prove. Now, at the end of the day, I believe, you know, uh, prayers up to Corey Davis. I hope everything is, is, is good with him. But let's let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted, uh, Jet fans. Aaron Rodgers likes to go to the tight end. So it may be yeah. some plays where we run two tight end motions where we can get extra blocks. Nathaniel Hackett likes to run the ball. We are going to run the ball this year, okay? We are going to run out of the throw. Aaron Rodgers loves Mm -hmm. to play action. So we're going to get a lot of play action going. The tight ends is going to go in motion and all of that. Hey, we're going to come up with a lot of schemes this year. It's just not going to be all about Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be about a system. It's going to be about scheming. I'm telling you, man, we're mm-hmm. ready this year. We're ready. Yeah. Listen, King, I got to slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Yes, sir. I'll be a regular caller from now on, Joe, man. I love what you're doing again, bro. Keep going, Joe. I love the show. J-E-T-S. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go, baby. <laughs> He already knew. <laughs> he already know what time it is. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Again, when you call in, be patient. We'll get to everybody. Okay, the lines are hot. 
can't have a actually a million questions tonight, even though y'all know that I would love to. We're going to keep, keep it moving, keep it shaking, get to everybody. Also, when you call in, make sure that your background is good to go. Make sure you have a good phone. And for my new callers, don't call into my show cursing or I will get you out of here fast, okay, fast. Faster than we got Mike. Damn, that was fast. That was super fast. Not fast enough, though, but it was it was fast. I'm glad he's no longer the general manager of the New York Jets. All right? That's fast enough. Okay? And salutes to all the savages in the chat. I will come to y'all as well. Okay? Put your questions if you have questions in there, and I'll answer them. But, again, I'm one man, and the lines are hot. Next! We're going to get back to these lines. I am now going to 973, area code 973. I'm coming directly to you. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers starting against the Giants. Hey, what's up? It's, uh, Joe, this is Omar from North New Jersey. It's been a while since I called. Oh, what's going on, Omar? Hold on, hold on. Omar is, is not new, new here, okay? This man is a savage. Omar yeah, I'm, well, I'm a savage, yeah. I'm a savage all right, because I've been fighting for a lot of Jets fans over the months, screaming for Rodgers <laughs> to come over here and save us, and I'm glad he's here. I couldn't yeah. be happier, man. Absolutely. Listen, Omar, now he's here, right? He's going to start against the Giants. I've gotten a lot of pushback from different Jets fans that are saying, Joe, this should not happen. We're upset. We're afraid. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think that the, that the Jets are, and the staff is in the right place to start Aaron Rodgers' upcoming game against the Giants to get some momentum rolling with the offense? Listen, I understand I am concerned about Rodgers getting hurt, especially because if he's, if he's ever seriously hurt, it's going to be like last year's season in which uh, Brees mm-hmm. and AVT went down. It's going to derail our entire hopes. I mean, we have a very deep team, and I see that we could go far this year. But with that being said, if uh, Robert Sala mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers feel as if they got to play, then they, they, they should. And I'm okay with them playing th- tomorrow night. They, they need their reps. Mm-hmm especially with the starting five for the offensive line. they got to get some work in because I don't know if two weeks with uh, uh, Dwayne Brown coming back, I don't know if that's sufficient time. You know, they need their reps for sure. Yeah. No, listen, and that that was an important thing that I talked about as well, right? And even with Dwayne Brown just now coming off of the puff, they haven't practiced together at all. He missed pretty much all of camp outside the last, you know, I think like two days or something like that coming off the puff. So now I talked about this, getting that continuity, because the biggest question mark throughout this entire offseason coming into camp, coming into the preseason was, can the New York Jets offensive line get it together and protect their quarterback, right? That's what it's been all yeah, about. Absolutely. We saw Mike White get smacked around last season. We saw, even though Zach Wilson is poop, I know. Y'all call in every week and tell me how bad he is. I know. Okay, I'm not denying it. But we saw him get drilled and destroyed as well. There's been a, a history here of the New York Jets not being able to properly protect their quarterback. And now we finally got the yeah. guy that we believe is going to take us over the top. The Jets offensive line has to get it together and handle business. Now, with that question, right, we talked about the Jets offensive line. Makai Becton just gets named the New York Jets starting right tackle. How do you feel about that, Omar? No, I mean, it was the right move because obviously um... – 
uh, Dwayne Brown, I, I think his entire career he's played at the left tackle, so maybe just stick to what he knows best and just keep him at that, yeah, at at that position. And yeah. Makai, from yeah. what I've read, he's he's played right tackle in college, so he's probably more suited and more, you know, flexible in playing both positions. God forbid if uh, Dwayne Brown gets hurt again. But no, I mean, my biggest concern with Makai Becton is his durability, because you know, with, especially with the past two years. Uh, he's missed a lot of time. I, I just hope that he can at least give us a sustained season. He could play and and play right tackle for a while because um, he's a di- mm-hmm. definitely a difference maker on that own line. Yeah. No, yeah, he is. I'm telling you. I think Makai Becton is going to be phenomenal for this, us this upcoming season. My final question for you, Omar, because you've been bringing the heat. Corey Davis abruptly retires. What are your thoughts on that, and what is your outlook on the New York Jets wide receiver position with him retiring? How do you feel about it? Do you think we need to go out and swing a big trade for somebody? I don't know if there's going to be any big trades available. I don't know what you know what we could offer at this point because we did give up a lot for Rodgers, and also we gave yeah. up that extra second-round draft pick to get rid of Elijah Moore. But, you know, I don't know. I know some Jets fans are not content with the way that Corey Davis was. And, look, I get it. Um, the man was always had nagging injuries, and sometimes he'll have very critical drops in big moments. But, I mean, you can't deny his uh, intangibles and his talent. And I think him retiring, especially so late in this uh, preseason, is a bit of a big blow. I mean, because after Gary Wilson, I mean, he may be – you're number two, and I know a lot of people look at Alan Lazard, but I don't know. I, I just thought maybe Corey Davis may have been more talented than Lazard, especially because Lazard also has his issues with drops. I mean, God forbid Wilson, Lazard, or Cobb get hurt because if any of those three guys go down, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> with, with Corey gone, I don't. I don't know. I know you're you're advocating maybe for Malik Taylor and. Uh, Brownlee, but I don't Jason think those Brownlee. guys yeah. are are yeah. I don't think those guys are you know up to the you know a, a good two or threes. I mean, there's to me there's a big difference between those guys and Corey Davis, and I don't know. That's like saying, oh, you know, we don't need Corey Davis. It's okay, we got Brownlee. But Br- what's Brownlee any different from uh, somebody like Denzel Mims? You know, these are bubble guys for a reason. But I don't know. Here's, I think here's my question about. I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, Omar, but here's my deal. I understand what you're saying, right? Corey Davis was a talented guy, but you got to keep in mind, Corey Davis never played. He only played nine games yeah, the first year, that. 13 the second year, never had over 600 yards, right? When you look at the situation here, you got Lazard, you got Garrett Wilson, you got Miko Hartman, you got Randall Cobb, and like I said, the two other guys as well, Jason Brownlee and Malik Taylor, young guys that are coming along, but you can also scheme. Let's say, and, and again, I know that we're playing hypotheticals, but let's say a guy like Garrett Wilson goes down, then guess what? You can scheme and get other guys as well involved in the receiving game. We also got great tight ends, C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Rucker. What about all the other stuff we talk about too? We just got Dalvin Cook in the building. That dude's a heck of a receiver as far as coming out that backfield, catching the football. We also got Michael Carter as well, who we know has killed people coming out of the backfield and destroying people, right, getting involved in the receiving game, being split out wide. What about Brees Hall? who, man, Brees Hall, I keep telling people, it don't look like nothing happened to that dude. He's running and, and moving and cutting and doing all kinds of the things that's just looking wild coming off that knee injury. He's going to be back however they want to handle his situation, slow rolling. I don't think we're going to die without, or be hurt tremendously by Corey Davis because even when he was here, the impact was often minimal. 
because he was hurt. Uh, and and if I, he wasn't hurt, it was a lot of drops. So that's my thoughts. Go ahead, Omar. I'll let you finish your thoughts. I know. I know and I guess what you're saying, but still, I mean, you say he had 600 yards. I mean, do you see your Brownlee or Malik getting those 600 yards? I mean, I, I don't I mean, know. I don't, had, I don't see those guys. Had, he's never had 600 yards here. That's what I say. He's never had yeah, 600, exactly. over 600 yards here. And and I'm saying, and I know you know, I know we got Dalvin Cook, we got you know Brees mm-hmm. Hall, great, but you know Hall's coming off from a big injury. We don't know how he's going to be per se. Cook, I mean, has shown signs that he's slowing down a bit, and we're 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 not aiming to just go to the playoffs. We're 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 aiming to go to the Super Bowl. So I think, you know, the more talent we have, the better. And I don't know if uh, Taylor Malik or Brownlee are good enough to replace Corey. That's all. I just want the the more riches we have, the better. That's it. Because I mean. Like I said, we have we have the tight ends, we have the running backs, but in case there's any significant injury to our wide receivers or you know our running backs or our tight ends, and you know we, we have to rely on Taylor or Gibson or Brownie, and you know I'm not that I'm criticizing them because I you know they have their own talent. I just I don't see them see them as legit number twos or threes as compared to Corey Davis, and that's you know that's my concern. I just I think maybe we should see if there's any available wide receiver that, you know, has a higher upside than those, you know, those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, cuts are coming up on August 29th. Uh, I think the Jets will definitely be looking at the waiver wire. But, again, if they don't add anybody, I have no issues at all. I think we, I personally think we'll be all right here. So before I let you go, yeah. Omar, quickly, give me a guy that you're looking at right now that you think is on the roster bubble that if he doesn't have a good performance, that could be gone. Give me one guy. On the offense, on the offensive side. Uh, let me see. Uh, on the offensive side, so it's definitely going to have to be those, uh, uh, you know, those wide receivers that we've just mentioned right now. Like, um, I don't yeah. know, like people have mentioned Brownlee. I think Taylor and Gibson may have a, a higher upside because at least those guys play wide receiver and have experience. I mean, I've seen Brownlee make a couple of plays in camps because I've been to three practices, but on tape, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just he didn't. Sh- pop off, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. No, listen. We'll you know, before like you said, yeah, well, before that, I go Huh? Go ahead. Go yeah that, that battle so go ahead. that last yeah that battle for that last wide receiver spot. Oh the I think if they keep six, that 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 those last two spots is gonna be crazy. Me personally, Brownlee and Malik Taylor have shown a lot, but Gibson is a guy that with his return ability, I think that's something that could sneak him on the roster. So quickly, give me your final yeah, thoughts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, okay, so my question to you is, you know, obviously, you know, we want to make the playoffs, and uh, the Jets, despite, you know, the attention they're getting now with Rodgers, they're getting a lot of haters mm-hmm. saying, oh, you know, they're not, you know, Bill Simmons is saying, oh, the Jets aren't going to be that good. I see the Mickey. I see a lot of Dolphins t- fans talking smack. You know, the Bills fans have mm-hmm. a right to be arrogant because they've been dominating the AFC East the past three seasons. How do you see the mm-hmm. AFC East uh, shaking out, it's assuming Rodgers stays healthy and we don't have any big injuries like we did last season? And, and thank you for your mm-hmm. time, Joe. I'll, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll keep listening. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in, Omar. Uh, I think that's a very interesting question. You know, you look at the situation, the Dolphins have improved. We've seen them get things together, but a lot of things hinges on Tua. We're seeing a lot of things happen with the Bills as well, right? There's a lot of talk about Diggs not even wanting to be there, which would be big if things continue to blow up over there. Uh, you also, you know, look at New England. A lot of people count them out, but I don't ever count New England out because they're so well coached. 
But I think the New York Jets have absolutely improved. I mean, we've improved vastly. We talk about Aaron Rodgers and just everything that he brings here. He takes this offense to a new level because we finally can utilize our weapons effectively. We can finally get rolling and get going, right, and utilize guys and throw the ball, and guys can actually be in position to catch the ball instead of missing guys out in the flat and throwing screens into the dirt. So I think that that is going to take the New York Jets way up the totem pole. Now, again, we're fighting and moving and shaking. I got to see how things are playing out. But also, when we talk about the Jets, we also got to talk. This defense is unbelievable. And it's going to be unbelievable this upcoming season. We were already ranked fourth, and we were on the, on the football field all game long. The time of possession was crazy for the Jets offense. It was terrible, near the bottom of the league, right? But now with this defense stepping up, and then again, you got Jermaine Johnson. He's looking amazing. Huff looking amazing. McDonald looks like he's going to be able to make a big impact in his rookie year. It's going to be wild. It's going to be completely wild. So I think the New York Jets are absolutely in the running to take the AFC. I know a lot of people are thinking differently. But that's what I believe. So I got to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Bill. Bill, we're coming directly to you. Mike from Tom's River will be coming to you. Steve, hold on a second. New callers, I know. Lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. But we're going to Bill. Listen, for those of you that do not know Bill, he's a savage. Salutes. Listen, the lines are cooking. I am rolling. There's a lot of things moving and shaking and happening. Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the upcoming preseason game against the Giants. How do you feel about this, man? Big Joe. I was a little nervous. A little nervous. The man is uh, not a young man. He's going out there. But <laughs> he's got to shake off the rust. He's got to get out there. He's got to get comfortable. He's got to get used to the turf, the, the crowd. It's just at home. So it's a great opportunity for him to just shake it off, get out there. People, uh, yeah, I got to remember, the guy's in practice. It's not like he's in a room somewhere and they never see him. He's in practice. Yeah. You just don't see him. So the fans get kind of crazy. Like, he's never practiced with anyone. They practice all the time. Uh, so it's good to get live reps, and it'll be nice to see him. Hopefully he's not out there too long. Hopefully they keep it vanilla. Um, but it'll be good. Stay positive. Everyone's worried about injuries. Can't think that way. Um, so hopefully it'll be a good show. So just looking forward to seeing him go in. But I'm looking more forward to him coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Give me your thoughts about Corey Davis retiring, man. What are your thoughts about seeing that it happen yeah. so abruptly? And how do you feel about the New York Jets wide receiver core after him, you know, moving forward? Well, first off, yeah, Corey's always been a, a, a guy who's had a lot of adversity in his life. So when he was out, I think there's a lot of stuff going on with him. So I'm happy that he's found peace. He's moved on. You know, he's with us for a couple of years. And, you know, I don't think there are any complaints about him and he was being banged up a little bit. But he contributed when he was out there. So, you know, hopefully he's a good good rest of his career and the uh, rest of his life and whatever career he ends up in. So, um, you know, I'm n- nothing nothing wrong there. But in terms of just the, the, the void, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not that concerned. I know a lot of folks are talking about going and getting, uh, you know, just anybody out there, name anybody, Mike Evans, talking about, of course, Adams, anybody who's under contract and yeah. his, his contract is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but but to your point again, he was not. He, he was a contributor when he was out there, but when he was out there, was was infrequent with the injuries. You know, so you know, like I said, much respect. But you know, you look at when he was out last year. I mean, we'd had uh, you know from a receiving standpoint, that wasn't the problems we were having. I mean, the quarterback standpoint was the issue. But you know, you look at the receiver. Yeah, I wasn't that concerned with it. You know, so it's, I think right now we're in a good place. 
We have, like you mentioned, we got studs out there already. Guys are waiting in the wings learning. Brownlee, I was big on Brownlee for a couple of years out of college. Uh, the guy's mm-hmm. very, very solid with what he does, so a lot of fans will be surprised. But I think we forget about Erickson, who's been a veteran of the league for a little bit. He's kind of the – I'm not sure if he's going to make the 53 or what his stat situation is going to be. I would think now with um, Corey Davis, I would put him on because he has that experience. I think that's a guy who can go out there right away and, and contribute – Go on rotation. He can fill in for for spurts if someone does go down. We need to kind of pull someone in. I, it's pretty clear that Joe Douglas is not looking to get a big name receiver. He's not panicking because that isn't happening, and I don't think he will. I think he's going to more likely wait for the waiver wire to have some guys kind of pop off or some guys get cut or released at the end of the year, at the end of the, uh, the training camp before the season begins. But yeah, I, I don't think it's a big concern. Plus, as you mentioned again, everyone forgets about the tight ends. We have some studs on tight end. Uh, records coming along. Yeah. Uh, they started using him in the off season in the, the, uh, a lot of these games, and then we have uh, Uzama. Um, we have um, his name's escaping, but you know, you know, the, uh, tight ends are, are, are there Rucker. for uh, yeah, Rucker. So the, our guys are in good place. I'm not, I'm not too panicked. So I think we're in good shape. And again, we recall yeah. last year these same guys calling in talking about how the world, the sky's falling because Corey Davis retires. Those same guys talk about trading when he got hurt. And, and I know if you go yeah. on social media, you pull up guys and <laughs> everyone wanted to trade that guy. But now suddenly the guy's Hall of Fame. So it's just, you know, it's the same old stuff that we have. You just get used to it. You breathe through it. Guy's not falling. Uh, everything is fine. <laughs> Bill said, I listened to the show, so I, I got receipts. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I listened to the show, so I got receipts, you know what I'm saying? So, but <laughs> as we continue on, I want to talk to you about this offensive line quickly, man. Makai Beckton named yep. the New York Jets starting right tackle. What are your thoughts about this offensive line? Are you concerned? that they haven't been able to practice together up until, you know, this point, and then the season's right around the corner? I, I don't think so. I'm not really that concerned when people get concerned. They, again, it's practice. You have, not to quote out Iverson, but it's practice. The issues that they had with continuity, you got Dwayne Browns coming in, that left tackle. He can walk, mm-hmm. he operates on an island. You know, that guy's on an island. I don't think he's really have to worry about continuity. Everyone else has been in the mix, right? Anyone, I think Tomlinson, he's been a little mm-hmm. – he's been uh, – not as active, but everyone else on the line mm-hmm. has been in the mix. It's one way, shape, they're moving all across the line, and then the backups have gotten a lot of experience that they need to fill in. So when you look at it, you have mm-hmm. uh, Brown as a practice. He's going to be left tackle. He's on an island anyway, but everyone else has been in the mix, you know, especially Beckman who's come back. He looked a little shaky in the beginning, I thought. I know he's on a pitch count. They got him back out there the last couple of weeks. He looked really good. He was dominant last week. Mm-hmm. Um, He's patient. The biggest thing with him coming out of college at Louisville, he was aggressive. He was going at guys. He was like three times the size of these guys. Let them come to you. Be patient. Last game, hopefully we'll see the next game tomorrow night. Be patient. Let guys come to him so he can dictate the pace uh, of, the, of the rep, and he can control the rep. If he does that, we'll be fine on that side. Everyone in the interior, I think we're comfortable with to a certain extent. Um, you know, kind of Pittman, is, I think he's a little injured. They're going kind to of bring him in slowly, but I think at the end of the day, as long as the tackles are, 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 are okay and where we need them to be, I think we'll be fine. Okay. Listen, listen, you are bringing the heat, Bill. My final question before I let you go, Mike will come to you next. My final question, okay, give me a guy on offense and a guy on defense that you're looking at that you feel is on the roster bubble and you think has to have a good game in this upcoming game against the Giants to really have a chance to make this roster. That's a tough question. All right, bubble guys. Uh, Offense, uh, it's going to have to be – did they have a is, – is, is, 
saw some list of people available Jason, to trade. Jason Brownlee. Okay, yes. I can give you some on offense. There's Jason Brownlee is a guy I think that's on the bubble. Of course, when you look at these wide receivers, Brownlee, Irvin Charles. Uh, there's also Gibson as well, Malik Taylor. I think that, man, this final game could really come down to if one, two of those guys really pop out, that could really grab them a roster spot, especially if Gibson continues to show that he has really good returnability. Boy, that can put him there. And Brownlee's coming off of, I think, four catches, 50 yards in the last game. If he, he continues to play like that, I think that seals the deal for him as well. And then defensively, man, let me tell you something, that boy Trey Dean is putting it together. I don't know if yeah. he's going to make the roster, but if he keeps playing like <laughs> the way he's playing, I'm just saying it's going to be tough to tell him bye-bye. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so go yeah, ahead and give, give me your thoughts. Tough, you know? Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for the uh, the nudge there. Yeah, Trey Dean, that's a guy coming out of Florida. I was really looking at that guy. I was hoping we were going to pick him up. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I was kind of excited when he came on. He got him on the the roster. I, mm-hmm. I think from the fact that the, the secondary we have, the, I don't know if there's a lot of depth in the secondary. I know people are excited. You know, Davis has looked pretty mm-hmm. decent at safety during the preseason. Again, this is a preseason. As we're getting a lot of vanilla looks. He's seemed really confused over the last couple of years. Now we're getting vanilla looks. He's mm-hmm. getting a lot of tackles. Everyone thinks he's the second coming of Ronnie Lott. But, you know, when everything comes down, you know, the, the coaches can see where we are. So when you talk about a guy like a, a, a Dean, I wouldn't be surprised if Davis, you know, they need to swap out. I, would, I wouldn't mind yeah. swapping that out because, uh, you know, I, I would rather go with that upside. And, and knowing that, uh, you know, people are excited about Davis. Again, like I said, I'm not that, I'm not that sold, but that's the guy I'm taking. That's on the receiver side. I have to take a look, but with Corey Davis um, resigning, I think that's going to open up, obviously, another spot. For someone, yeah, but spots. like I said, I really, yeah, yeah I really think that yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to, uh, you know, put guys in the practice squad and get them get pushed because that's that's what happened because everyone's pretty talented on the mm-hmm. receiving side and have a lot of upside. So that's the problem is like right now we want to win now. Who can contribute right away? And so I guess to your point, like mm-hmm. we're going to see the game tomorrow. They're going to have to re- rely on these guys, get these guys a lot of balls to see what they can do with them. Brownlee, like I said, I've been watching that guy for a couple of years. I would definitely be excited for him to, to hang on. So I'd be kind of concerned about him not making it. That would be something I'd be kind of concerned about. But um, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely I definitely think that there's a there's a lot of depth. There's so much depth right now. I'm not that concerned. The guys who we lose, I'm more concerned about, well, that would be a developmental guy that we can kind of bring on. But, you know, honestly, it's all about the next couple of years. And if a guy can't crack the roster right now, we're not really going to spend a lot of developing a lot of time developing these guys. So, you know, it, it's a good problem to have when we have so much depth all across the board. I mean, you know, even a linebacker, we got a natural Dean is, is, I know he's injured, but he have, um, you know, we have guys that are coming across the board and sure showing would, up. All those Barnes, guys, yep. Yeah, Barnes, Barnes, I think, showed some potential also. So there's a lot yep. of guys that we're just seeing solid depth everywhere. So it's a good problem to have that we've never had before. I mean, obviously offensive line, yep. some guys who, you know, we'd like to maybe swap some guys out there. A lot of guys are kind of, you know, mid-tier there. But everywhere else, it's just a lot of competition. I mean, if you look at it, we just yeah. just put the next guy in. So. It's going to be really good to no, see listen, what, uh, what happens Final 53. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. We'll be, I believe we'll be doing a show that day as well. Listen, Bill, i got to slide off. i got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Get, get a man. All right, you have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines. The lines are hot. Trust, we will get to everybody. Be patient. Colin, I think I lost you. Call back in. We will get to you in a second. The lines are cooking, okay? We're getting everybody to move it quickly. Trust me. Next! 
Okay. We're going to go to my guy, Mike, from Tom's River. Mike, we're coming to you. 909, you'll be next. Val, Steve, we'll come to y'all as well in a second. This is Mike. Listen, Mike, salutes to you. It's always good to hear from you. Mike, there's a lot of things moving and shaking. Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in the New York Jets' final preseason game. Are you for it or against it? For it, man. Totally for it. Why? I think they need to, first of all, like the offensive line get used with his cadence. And the second thing is with the wide receivers, with the, with the non-look, the non-verbal communication, you know, once he reads that defense. Because he, he's like another coach on the field, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. Listen, I, I'm all for it because I think this offense needs to get some momentum started. And, again, when you bring in Nathaniel Hackett, there's a new offensive scheme here. There's ticks and things that he wants to do. Of course, we know there was a lot of things that were held over from Mike LaFleur, but there's different verbiage, different ticks, different things that, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, of course, Aaron Rodgers, because he was part of building that offense as well with Nathaniel Hackett, a lot of different things they want to do. So getting some continuity, gelling, getting things together, I think is going to be huge because, again, you go back and look at 2019 with the Packers, there were some guys that were confused about where they were supposed to be go and what was happening, and there was a lot of issues with the mm-hmm. offense when they first were trying to install it there with LaFleur and Hackett. But uh, one of the qu- big questions going into the season that continues to be on everyone's mind is the Jets' offensive starting line. we got Makai Becton mm-hmm. now named the starting right tackle. we got Dwayne Brown coming off the puppet left tackle. Give me your thoughts about this line, and are you concerned that they haven't practiced together? And now we got a preseason game coming up in the season around the corner. How do you feel? That's always a concern, but, like, my concern is uh, who's playing left tackle in tomorrow's game? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's yeah. not going to be Dwayne Brown. Um, I'm thinking, I think uh, maybe it, it may – I mean, I don't know if this Brown – maybe it, it could be. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But maybe Billy Turner, maybe Max Mitchell. I don't know, but good to you. I would rather have Max Mitchell out there than – I'd rather have Max Mitchell than Turner out there to protect mm-hmm. Aaron, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens again. We're going to have A-Rod out there. You know, you want to have your guys. Now, my next and final question for you, Corey Davis, he's retired abruptly, man. What are your thoughts about him moving on, and how do you feel about our wide receiver core with him exiting? Um, I was surprised he retired, you know, because he's 28 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really good guy, good family man, you know. So there must have been something there, you know. But, hey. Mm-hmm. I I I think the Jets will be be okay. I think they'll be okay. 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 Have you heard now, anything about is, uh, defense? Go ahead. Is the defensive starters? Go ahead. Is the defensive starters going to be playing at all? I'm thinking. I know that Car- uh, uh, Carl Lawson is dealing with a back injury, so I don't think he's going to be out there. They're unsure if he's going to even play Week One. But I'm thinking that they might just play some of the guys they've been playing. Maybe we'll see. Quinnen out there? I don't know for sure. I haven't heard anything about it, but I would guess if A-Rod's going to be out there, you might get a series or two series from some actual defensive starters. But, I mean, our our backup guys have been dominating. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> our guys, Jermaine Johnson, Huff, Will McDonald, bro, it looks like our starters are out there. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Will McDonald's going to be a beast. Will McDonald's going to be a oh, beast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, I, I told Jermaine everybody, Johnson, like, good luck. Yeah, I told yeah. everybody, good luck. You play the Jets defense, good luck. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get smoked. Listen, Mike, I got to <laughs> slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? No problem, man. 
absolutely salutes and respect. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Again, when you call in, be patient. We'll get to everybody. The lines are cooking. Next, we're going to get to my guy, Colin. Colin, we're coming directly to you. 909, Steve, Val, hold on a second. 909, you're going to be next. Colin, we're coming to you. All right. For those of you that do not know, Colin is a savage. And he's a hater. For those of you that do not know, Colin is a self-proclaimed hater. And he lets you know. He's going to hate on you off the bat. All right. He don't hate on me, but he do hate on y'all. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, Colin salutes and respect. Aaron Rodgers starting against the Giants. What are your expectations, my friend? Good evening, Joe. Good evening to the Savages. Um, you know, I'm excited to see Aaron Rodgers actually go out there and, you know, play with a different team, even though it's it's preseason. Um, it you know it's gonna it's gonna give the other players the confidence that they need to to step up their game. Um, so you know, I I I think it's it's kind of smart. They're not gonna play him more than a couple of series. Um, so I, I think, you know, they, they just need to build momentum going into the regular season, and this is a way of, you know, getting everyone fired up and getting ready for that week one against Buffalo. So, yeah, um, I think it's a smart move. I'm not, I'm not yeah. you know, not one of these people out there that's always worrying about injuries first, like the first thing on their mind is injuries. That, that's the last thing on my mm-hmm. mind. Um, you know, if it happens, it happens. You, you deal with it then. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I think it's smart to get him out there and you know get this team all pumped up and ready to go week one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, it's yep. gonna be it's 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 a good to me. It's a good look, man. You got to get the offense rolling out hot. You got to get things cooking, and that leads me to my next question for you. When you look at this offensive line, Dwayne Brown coming off the pup just now. You got Makai Beckton named the starting right tackle. How are you feeling about this line, and are you concerned that they haven't practiced together? with the season right around the corner. No, I'm not concerned about that. I mean, listen, experience, in my opinion, trumps all. You know, you have a guy like Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, you know, is your quarterback. If it was Zach Wilson was our quarterback, I would be worried. But, you know, having, <laughs> having a guy like Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. You know, he he's a smart guy. He, he's going to know. He's going to know what's coming, right? And he's going to know if he needs to get rid of that ball or not. Zach didn't know to do that. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about the offensive line protecting Aaron. Yo, they, they, they're, going to, they, yo, they're going to step up and do their job. So, Yo, pay attention to how Colin finds a way to slide in a shot to Zach Wilson. I mean that this, this yeah. guy's a pro, right? <laughs> We're talking. He just finds a you know Zach sucks and it. Look, I get it. Zach Zach is terrible last season. It is what it is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm hyped, you know, as well. I'm hoping this offensive line can jail quickly because boy oh boy, do we face some pass rushers this upcoming season. And that leads me to my final question for you. Right? We look at the situation here, man. Corey Davis retires. Jets wide receiver core, you know, loses a guy. How do you feel about that? And uh, what is your outlook on the wide receiver core with him gone? Yeah, um, you know, Corey's a nice guy, in my opinion. Um, 
But you know, the the way the way I see it, the way I see the team was shape shaping up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he might not have been a starter, in my opinion, um, with all the all the other players that you have out there. So, um, you know, he probably felt it was probably just best, you know, instead of being suited up and maybe not even seeing the field at all times to just step away from, you know, he's, he's stepping away from football. What exactly that means? I don't know what that means. Um, well, according to reports, know, so he, according to reports, and this is directly from uh, Connor Hughes, he was beloved in the building and he was going to be on the roster. He was going to be kept here. And I think the New York Jets were going to utilize him within the offense. Um, now, to what degree, we don't know. I personally don't believe it would have been more than Lazard or Garrett Wilson. I think Garrett Wilson is going to have a monster season, by the way. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that he was going to be a guy that they were going to look at because if they wanted to get rid of him, they would have got rid of him a long time ago. We could have saved $10.5 million, I believe, mm-hmm. which could have been utilized in other spaces. So, But go ahead. Continue your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, at the end of the day, the NFL, it's also a business um, you know, sometimes you, you get what you're looking for. Sometimes you don't. Um, so who knows, man, but you know, as far as Corey stepping away, you know, best, best of luck to him, best wishes mm-hmm. to him. But as far as the, the roster, I'm not concerned. I'm, I'm the least concerned that Corey Davis stepped away. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's, 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 there's enough weapons on that, on that team for Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, you look at the tight end, the, the running backs, the receivers mm-hmm. there, um, there, there's a handful. So again, you know, no, no disrespect to your boy, Zach, but, um, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is going to find people. <laughs> if, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't find people, something's really wrong. I mean, yeah. he, he, I mean, he, he's going to have so many guys to throw through. He's probably not even going to know what to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, we got the talent. Listen, they got, got the, the talent. talent. They got the got players. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of guys. You got Lazar. You got um, the other guy from Green Bay, right, that came yep. as well. Garrett Wilson um, and, and Nicole Hart. Yeah, you got Garrett we got, Wilson. We got some guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got plenty of guys. Yeah. So I'm I'm not concerned. The other the other teams need yeah. to be concerned. You know, not, yeah. not yeah. us. Yeah, listen. Um, listen, listen, Colin. So it has what, been phenomenal speaking with you tonight. Yeah. Go ahead, quickly. Yeah, I was going to say, the one thing I wanted to say really quick, um, you know, as far as, like, people saying where the Jets going to end up this year, um, in my opinion, the AFC is, is, is the division is, is, in my opinion, something that the Jets could win and should win. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, okay. I'm, I'm, least worried, I'm least worried about Miami and New England. Mm-hmm. Buffalo okay. might, be, might, be, might be a challenge, but... Mm-hmm. I don't think that Buffalo any other better chance than the Jets winning this division. So when it's all said and done, okay. you know this 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 week one can really set the tone for mm-hmm. you know who may take the division. So yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, listen, end with that note. Yep. Yeah, listen, Colin, I hear you. We'll see. There's a lot of moving and shaking going forward, but I'm excited about the football team as well. So I got to slide off. You have yourself yep. a good night, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Listen, salute to Colin. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. Trust me. Next, we're going to area code 909. 909 will come to you next. Steve Val 603 will come to you in a second. But 909, we're coming directly to you. 
909, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers starting against the New York Giants to upcoming preseason game. How you doing, first-time caller? My name is Ray Ferraro, the other Ray Ferraro, not the hockey. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can, I can hear you good. Come a little bit okay. closer to your phone. You sound like, I don't know if you're in a headset or something, but come a little bit closer no, to your can, phone so I can be able to hear you a little bit clearer. Okay. Is this better now? Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. So give me your thoughts. Aaron Rodgers starting against the Giants. How are you feeling about it? Well, let me let me first and foremost, Aaron Rodgers, a blessing in disguise. I'm in love. It's like Christmas all every day for me right now. Yeah. I'm a long time yeah. fan. I'm I'm from I'm from New York, but I'm in California just like you. If you're in Long Beach, I'm in uh, Riverside area. All right, Can let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. So so let me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a blessing. It, it's he he's the missing piece. You know, there's there's like statements where you could say. When everything aligns up, the stars align, Aaron Rodgers is the perfect mm-hmm. time and the perfect place. He's He needs mm-hmm. this just as much as we need it. Because where I'm looking mm-hmm. at it, this puts him in a whole different stratosphere. He wins the Super Bowl in New York. And he can, he, it's, he's automatic uh, Hall of Famer anyway. But the bottom line, he goes Man. in, he's up there with Broadway Joe. He's up there with Broadway yeah. Joe coming out. Ray, so, if, he, if he wins the Super Bowl here in New York, if he wins a Super Bowl here, he will be worshipped. There will be nothing yes. negative that you will ever be able to say, not on the, not just in New York, but on the East Coast, on any coast, about Aaron Rodgers without somebody in a green jersey coming to put their hands around your neck. <laughs> That's how That's it's going right. If he wins here, he will be beloved, and he will forever, I'm talking about forever, be a star. Of course, he's, he was all that already. But uh, this new stratosphere, I'm telling you, because, simply because we are the media hub. If he gets the Jets a ring, he will be looked at as the savior of this franchise. It, yes, he is. Period. Imagine him and Joe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me imagine, thoughts, Joe Namath and, imagine Joe Namath and Aaron Rodgers just – just those two together, it, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be like a it, – it, I can't even speak anymore. We're going to change the subject. Go ahead, give me a question. Give yeah. me a question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question we're going to – we were talking about Aaron Rodgers starting. We're also looking at the Jets' offensive line as well. How do you feel about Makai Becton being named the starting right tackle? How do you feel about it? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Makai Becton. The only thing, he's just got to get his confidence up. Uh, so when it comes down to – athletic ability and skill just in his little pinky he has more talent than some of the other guys that we have on the roster but he just got to get his mind right it's all about the mind and the fact that yeah. Aaron Rodgers been talking with him about just getting your mind right and yes we do need you Aaron Rodgers has been playing psychiatrist with, with yeah. um, Beckton so now his mind is right he got a child so I think he's going to be fine mm-hmm. at right tackle yeah I think we're it's going to be, be amazing. Now, my final, my final question for you, Ray, because you've been bringing some heat, and I'm excited to speak with you. The Jets' pass rush has been unbelievable this preseason, especially a guy like Jermaine Johnson, who we've seen looks like he's going to take a major step forward. Have your expectations risen for Jermaine just seeing what he's been able to do so far in this offseason? Yes, Jermaine, Jermaine is 
like uh, the coach mentioned, he's a throwback because he can play all three downs. He, he's good against the run. He's actually better against the run and pass, but he, he's shown the ability to get at the, at the quarterback. So he's a beast. He's a monster. And they said when, this is going to be a whole new season. I don't think we're going to miss that uh, Lawson. I really don't think we're going to miss Lawson. I think he's going to mm. be better than Lawson only because he can he can basically set the edge. He can make tackles against the run, and he can blitz. Lawson mm-hmm. was known for you know, get off and try to get to the quarterback. We got all three right there out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm telling you, so, he's he's going to be a monster. So we're we're we're, we're good. We're we're, we're yeah, they're gonna we're, they're gonna we're gonna be a problem. We will become the beast. We we will become that dragon. That's like Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. said. We're not talking about beating the dragon. We're talking about becoming the dragon, and that's what we'll do Back. on the first Monday night game against Buffalo Bills. Is a statement game. It is. Talking about Listen, the offensive right. line, gotta, real quick. You got to go. go. Ahead, I quickly, know. Quickly. Okay, just the offensive line, real quick. Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers makes the offensive mm-hmm. line better. People are understanding. Mm-hmm. He gets the ball out quick. So therefore, mm-hmm. if we got an average offensive line, we play average for the first six games. Aaron Rodgers and the receivers to start. He plays. He throws a lot of passes to the tight ends. People keep forgetting about mm-hmm. the tight end. Wherever Aaron Rodgers, like he's a tight end driven and running back driven guy. So the mm-hmm. receivers missing out, missing out on 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 Corey Davis. We're not going to miss him. What we're going to do is mm-hmm. we're going to develop Brownlee later on in the season. He's going to come live. I'm going to leave you on that. Me and you need to talk some more, sir. Absolutely. Listen, next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, Ray. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Lines are hot. Be patient. We will get to everybody next. I'm coming to Steve. Steve, we're coming to you. Val 603, area code 603, will be coming to you as well. And we know Val is on the line, so we got to talk to him too. Salute, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, Steve is a savage. Steve, salute. The lines have been hot, Steve. Let me tell you, a lot of things going on, moving and shaking. Aaron Rodgers will be playing against the Giants in this upcoming game with the New York Jets. How are you feeling about it? Are you for it or against it? You know, first of all, Joe, thank you again for having me on your show tonight. It's always great talking to you, talking about this football team. You know, the thing was at the beginning, I wasn't really, really too thrilled about him playing in any of the preseason games. But now I have to understand the good reason why is it's because the thing is is that we don't want Aaron Rodgers to go into the regular season, you know, very, very rusty and not playing any snaps, you know, like in the preseason. I mean, I know he hasn't mm-hmm. played in the preseason the last couple of years, but the thing is about him is, is that with the fact that he's with a new team and the fact that he's, I mean, yes, he is reunited with Nathaniel Hackett, you know, from his days in Green Bay. I think I, I will have to say that it, it is now officially the right move because, listen, a lot of the other great starting quarterbacks in this league they're actually getting reps in 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 the um they're they're getting um Fact. starting reps in the preseason. Patrick yep. Mahomes has, has gotten reps. Um, Josh Allen got reps last week in Pittsburgh. Um, what's his face? Um, 
a co- uh, there was another couple of other great quarterbacks too that have been getting some reps as well. I think it is important for him to get the reps and, and to get sure. But hopefully, and the thing is, is that I think going into tomorrow's game, he's probably only going to play like maybe one, probably two series tomorrow. So, yeah. Yeah, listen, I, you, you hit the nail on the head right there because uh, I was talking to a lot of people, and I was thinking one to two series is probably the most he's going to get. Of course, Sella did talk about how he wanted them to be able, the offense, uh, to be able to go out there, make some adjustments, and then go out there and see if the adjustments would, you know, pan out. So I'm thinking that they're probably going to get one to two series. I know some people feared a quarter. I don't know. But I tell you what, getting momentum – Getting rolling early, getting hot early is going to be huge for the Jets, especially with all the people we play this upcoming season. So, you know, I'm going to see what happens again going forward. I'm excited for it. Can't wait. Makai Becton, name starting right tackle, Steve. What are your thoughts about that? And are you concerned about this offensive line with Dwayne Brown coming off the pup, not having practice together? You know, season's right around the corner, man. I mean, what are your thoughts well, on that? Well, yeah, no, well, first of all, the thing with, with Makai was, the way how he played last Saturday night against Tampa Bay, I thought it, he honestly played like how he did his very first season with us. He, honestly, Makai looked so good in, the, in that game, and I'm really, really mm-hmm. happy that he's going to get a chance tomorrow to finally get a chance to play with the starting reps, the, the, the starters, to start off the, to start to start it off tomorrow. The thing mm-hmm. is about, you know, with the offensive line, I mean, hey, listen, the offensive line is still a little bit of a concern, but the good news is, you know, Barrett Tucker is returning from injury. So is Lincoln Tomlinson. The thing is about Dwayne Brown is Dwayne Brown is still the interesting part because we don't know, like, what kind of condition is he going to be in. I mean, we I, I'm not even so sure if, 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 if that, with the fact that he is, is even going to play tomorrow because he just came off of the PUP list this past week. And, I mean, the only other player that I know that isn't going to be playing in this game tomorrow, I know Brees Hall is not playing tomorrow, even though Brees Hall mm-hmm. looks phenomenal in the 11-on-11 practice. I mean, you made a good point yeah. earlier in the show. In, in the videos that I saw when he returned to practice to him at all, he, he, looked, yeah. he, he looked like the Brees Hall from last year before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks, I'm telling you, Steve, like you, bro, he looks like nothing's wrong with him. He was cutting, I, I saw just stuff of him moving and shifting and cutting. He caught a slant from Aaron Rodgers and took off. I think Sully even talked about it. He said if that was a real game, that would have been, Brees would have been gone. That would have been a touchdown. Easy. So it's, it's wild, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle him because a lot of the talk, especially this offseason, has been about, you know, where's Brees going to be physically coming back from that knee injury? Is he going to have it all together? What's going to be happening? Man, he looks unbelievable. And then you add Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter, Izzy to that situation. Boy, the running back situation is going to be on fire. And I'll tell you what, Nathaniel Hackett, everywhere he's been, he's had a good running game. And I don't deny, I think our running game is going to be dominant coming up uh, this season. So, as we continue on to talk about this Jets offense, man, look at the situation here. Corey Davis retires abruptly. What are your what is your outlook on the Jets wide receiver position now with him gone? You know, well, first of all, you know, I do want to wish Corey Davis, you know, the best of luck to him on whatever goes on to him in the future. You know, with him, with him, I do want to mm-hmm. wish Corey Davis the best of luck. You know, the thing is, 
it really, really gives an opportunity now for this final game of the year for the for the bottom receiving core, you know, that, that's going to play, you know, for mostly the second half on tomorrow. It really gives them a chance to actually make a spot on this roster now, now with the fact that Corey Davis decided to hang it up. But you know something, Joe? We got one more preseason game left to go tomorrow. You know, it's exciting. We're going to see what, what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we will. Now, before I let you go, Steve, you got to give me a guy that you think is on the bubble that is going to have to have a good game to really cement a roster spot here. Well, I'll go offensive defensively. I think on the mm-hmm. offense, the player that has to really show up in tomorrow's game is going to have to be Donovan Knight. And defensively, I'm going to have to go with, with, uh, with Bryce Hall. Okay. Oh, oh, Bryce Hall. Okay. Listen, I'm telling you, there's a lot of things moving and shaking. You, you, those are some good choices there, Steve. I got to slide off, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I show, I want to hear from you, all right? Hey, you too, Joe. Have a good night. Bye-bye. All right. Listen. <laughs> Steve bringing us some takes. We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-969 is number. Call in next. I'm going to go to area code 603. Val, we're coming to you next, okay? 603, we're coming directly to you. 603, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers playing in the upcoming preseason game for the Jets against the Giants. Hello, this is Bob from Vermont. Okay, Bob Salutes from Vermont. Good to hear from you. Thank you for calling me to the show. First time calling. Where are you from? Say it again. Are you from New York originally? No, I'm not. I'm actually from California. I grew up in California. I've been on the West Coast all my life, but I fell in love with this team very young, and here I am. (laughs) Okay. No problem. No problem. I think the so Jets me, made a great deal in getting Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. That was a smart move. And did you see what he did? At the uh, he took less money too for that too. Yeah, yeah. We gave it gave back uh, it was was thirty thirty five million or something like that. Yeah, Tom Brady used to do that too all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. I and that's how they put together those well, great teams. I, I'm a Giant fan, but I do cheer for the Jets, too, because my brother's a big okay. Jets fan. Okay. Yeah, I'm from New York now. I live in Vermont. Ugh. Vermont born. You're welcome here. You're welcome here, Bob. We welcome all football fans, but we bleed green here, so I want to thank you for your support. Now, my next question for you, Bob, you're looking from the outside yeah. in, right? You're seeing what the Jets yeah. are doing here. Give me your thoughts about what you're seeing on our offensive side of the football, right? We got Dalvin Cook in the building, Brees Hall, who's coming off of the ACL know, injury, that but he looks phenomenal. I mean, how are you feeling about it, what we're doing? I here? think the Jets have like a 90% chance of making the Super Bowl. Mm, okay, okay. That's what okay. I'm thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can I tell you a yeah. story about the Jets, me and my brother? Go ahead, quickly, yeah. Yeah, I'll let you finish it up. Go okay. ahead. We moved up to New Hampshire, and then I was working for Marriott, and we got discounts mm-hmm. to the hotel, right? So we wow, went down okay. to Pro- Providence, Rhode Island, and we met all the Jets there. Mark Rivera, uh, no, Mark Espino, 
Joe Klecko, right? Okay. Yeah. So we're in at Marty Lines. We're in the elevator with them, right? My brother ex Mark Esmano, how's your wife doing? And he was not too happy with that. Joe Klecko and Marty Lines started cracking up. Remember who he was married to? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Remember the lady from uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Okay. She okay. looks like a man. You know, she's got the blonde hair. I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were yeah, going through listen. a divorce. Yeah. Yeah, listen, th- those are those are great stories. You got to, to meet players and do your thing. So I'm excited. And, again, I want to thank team. you for that calling in. Yeah, oh, yeah, listen, Bob, I got to slide off, Bob. I want to thank you for calling in. Okay, I got other callers. I got to slide off. I want to I wanna thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Again, we're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in next. I'm going to my guy, Val. Val, we're coming directly to you, 614. We'll come to you in a second. All right, 614. We'll come to you in a second. <laughs> For those of you that do not know Val, he's a sad Listen, Val, there's been a lot of things going on around here, all right? And I already know you're going to come with the shenanigans, all right? <laughs> we all, we know. Come on, we know what it is. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is starting against the Giants. Are you for it or against it, my friend? All for it, man. Let's go. We got to get the timing down. We got to get the chemistry down. We have to get the um the hand signals down and everything. We got to get the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. We got to get Aaron Rodgers comfortable. And I, I can understand, you know, people, you know, are against it and stuff, but you don't want him to – go out on Monday night football and look rusty or, you know, flowing and stuff. You want stuff to start flowing, even though there's a lot of training camp and stuff, but you want to have that live action. You want to feel that little mm-hmm. bit of pressure and stuff, and they could go off of that and stuff. So I, I'm absolutely all for it. And you also bring up a good point as well, too, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. They always started off slow because there was no Aaron Rodgers to – help the wide receivers get their timing down and stuff. So this is actually a great thing for mm-hmm. us because he, he knows, you know, he's trying to go with a different approach. He hasn't been in a regular – um in the preseason in probably, what, six years or something? So this is perfect. Probably since 2018. Yep, since 2018. Oh, 2018. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, listen, I, 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 I told I, – I was telling people about this. Listen, 2019, it was a rough year for the Packers' offense. It was rough. LaFleur yeah, and the just got in there. They were trying to start stuff, and it was it was, it was wild. Guys the timing was off. Guys. Oh, exactly. my God. The timing was way off. The, you know what and really saved the Packers TV. that year? Yes. You know what really saved the Packers that year? They had an unbelievable defense. They had, like, a top-10 defense that year. That was one of the things exactly. that really helped the Packers. But, boy, were they up and down, okay? They were up and down, man. Sure but as we continue as we continue on, that boy, Makai Becton, is now the New York Jets starting right tackle. He was named the Jets starting right tackle for this upcoming game. Val, how are you feeling about that, man? 
oh, I'm absolutely happy about that, man. We're, we headed into the mm-hmm. right direction. I, I do believe he was going to win the starting position from the beginning because, you know, they was just um getting him used to it. They was trying to get him, you know, more comfortable because, again, he hasn't been out there in two years and stuff. So, you know, you got to build that confidence. Mm-hmm. Everything is about – I remember one of the callers was saying that offensive line, like a few – um like a, a week ago, like offensive line is all about confidence because you're going against a man, like a, a huge, you know I'm saying, like a superstar and stuff on the defensive line. So you want to build that confidence up. And I feel like he's getting his confidence, you see, from um the Cleveland game to – the last game we had against the Buccaneers, you see the confidence is starting to grow. He's pancaking guys, and he's looking like I can't lie. Just um, like a few callers, I think it was Steve that saying like he looked like the rookie, um, Makai Beckham that we all know. You know what I'm saying? That we yep. all know and love. So if he could get back yep. to that, oh man, it's gonna be a problem for sure, for sure. Yeah, for different for the other team. It's gonna be unbelievable. Corey Davis just retired. Uh... Val, how are you feeling about that, man? And what is your outlook on the Jets wide receiver position with him gone? All right, let me let me um first I just want to make sure his health is well and everything like that. Mentally, hope everything yep. is good. Hope um mm-hmm. all is well with him and stuff. But um I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't a huge Corey Davis fan. I did want him him and Zach Wilson was the two people that I wanted to be cut from the team because they gave me terrible, you know what I'm saying, outlooks <laughs> yes. on different games we and don't. stuff. Corey, Corey people, Davis is getting people, number one oh. wide receiver. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Zay. <laughs> no, people people don't believe. I, I, I tell everybody every week, every week, like people will call in and talk about how they wanted Zach Wilson cut. They didn't want him traded. They just want him cut. Go ahead, go ahead, Val. <laughs> Hey, it's true, man. I mean, listen, throughout these two or three years, it's been a disaster, man. Like, you know, I mean, it's been on the plate. But I will say, man, he, he is turning things around. He doesn't look like a franchise quarterback. On to back to um Corey Davis. But I would say is, like, you know, Corey Davis, he was getting paid top money, and he wasn't really showing up. He would disappear. And just like how you're saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, Corey Davis, it wasn't like he was that big, but we was paying him like he was supposed to show up like how Garrett Wilson's supposed to show up. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I will say, like, you know, I, I definitely was vouching for him to get traded this offseason, but, you know, that we had Aaron Rodgers, I thought he was going to take his game to a whole different level, but obviously, you know, he announced his retirement. It sucks, you know, but I, I wish we would have got some composition, but we did get $10 million back. But like I said, hope, hope all is well for him and stuff, you know, him and his family, and hopefully everything is good with him. Yeah, I hope so. Now, when you look at this wide receiver position, Val, right, with him gone, do you think that opens the door for Jason Brownlee, Gibson, Malik Taylor? Like, if you have to pick two of those guys to stay, who are you taking? Oh, I'm going with Gibson. I think Gibson is looking really good. I think he's going to be good for special okay, teams yeah. as well, too. I, I, yeah, yep. he, he's definitely been balling out. Brownlee, he definitely looks like he, if he's not going to make this team, he's definitely going to make a different team and stuff like that for sure. He's definitely going to be yeah. – uh, I, I can see – I can see the potential in him and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I do disagree with you on one thing. I do feel go like ahead. we do need to at least – listen, we're trying to go all the way. We're trying to go to the Super Bowl. You got to get as much mm-hmm. weapons as you could. 
Yes, we do have to mm-hmm. address the tackle. I do agree with you on that as well, too. And we also got to, mm-hmm. you know, at least get a number, uh, a capable number two, that at least a name that we know and that we can actually trust. And if, if, if you know, Corey Davis, like, it's all about depth with the wide receivers. Somebody goes down, mm-hmm. Alan Lazar, he gets, like, uh, you know, like a, a ticky-tack, you know, injury or something like that. He's He's gone for a week, hopefully not knocking on wood. But I'm just saying we would need the depth. And, you know, I, I feel like we do need to get, like, a, a Landry or, or uh, somebody or a trade for somebody or Mike Evans or Devontae Adams. You know, I know that's probably out of reach and stuff, but, you know. Yeah. I do, yeah. No, listen, I listen. do feel like, yeah, listen. I, that's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Listen, and, I, and, I, and I've gone back and forth with a lot of people, and I hear, and Devontae Adams was a name that people were throwing at me immediately. I understand wanting Mike oh, yeah. Evans and Devontae Adams, and I get that, right? But especially a guy like Devontae Adams, bro, you're going to have to give up draft capital, right? I'm not against the True. Jets looking at the waiver wire and maybe grabbing a guy, right? But I think giving up, like, big draft capital when we have questions along our offensive line that is not set for the future at all, and I just talk about the tackle position, but everybody keeps forgetting that Lake and Tomlinson is not very good, and he wasn't very good last season. We could Absolutely be looking right at that. needing another guard as well. So I'm not saying that the Jets can't find and – and I talked about it earlier. I'm not saying the Jets can't look at the waiver wire and maybe grab a guy. But, I mean, look, injuries happen across the league. Like, we've seen that. But that's when your offensive coordinator steps in and adjusts because we do have a capable number two, right? We have, uh, we, we have Alan Lazard here. We got Garrett Wilson. We got Alan Lazard. You got Nicole Hardman. You can only be so deep. That, that's why we were all excited about Nicole Alan Lazard Hardman. because he was going to come in and bring us what Gar- what uh, Corey Davis was supposed to bring us. That's why everybody was hyped when he signed exactly. him, Right? We were all, yep, uh, to be absolutely. completely honest, I'm being real honest with y'all, and I, Val, you be on the show, everybody, including myself, was shocked that Corey Davis was still even here. So to go, like, <laughs> he's still here, just to be like, hey, we need to go get Devontae Adams because he's gone. And to me, it's just like, I don't understand why, especially, again, when we have these young guys like Brownlee, coming along and looking like he can be a guy that can give us something. Again, with Malik Taylor, I just don't think we need to run out and trade for, a, you know, a, a wide receiver. Especially, again, we talk about the tight end position, too. The adjustments made could be, hey, let's utilize our tight ends even more. You know, who's going to be able to cover all these weapons with Michael Carter coming out the backfield? And then you got Dalvin Cook, who, who we know is a great receiving back. Brees Hall, whenever he comes back in slow road, we have, we have more than enough weapons. Corey Davis being gone is not going to kill us. Yeah, it's not going to kill us. So I don't think so. But my final I, question for you, I Al, agree. and I respect your okay. take there. Go, go, go ahead. I'll give you your final thoughts on that. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I was just saying that I just feel like, you know, the the, the main goal is to go all the way in. Mm-hmm. We're trying to go all, all in. And I feel like this year we have to at least, you know, if we have some type of weakness, I feel like we definitely mm-hmm. need – if we take a loss of that weakness of that position, I definitely think we should – you know, at least get a piece there. It doesn't even have to be a trading. We could just get somebody off the free agency, like Landry or something, that is going to be, you know, valuable and, you know, to take off pressure from Garrett Wilson or anything like that. But, yeah, that's all I have to say. But I I definitely feel where you're coming from with the guard position for sure. We definitely need to – I don't know why we haven't signed anybody. We we definitely need to sign some people. But go ahead. 
Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see because there's a lot of things moving and shaking. But my final question, Val, because the lines are still cooking, we got a little bit of time left. Yes, give me your thoughts yes, in this upcoming game. Give me a guy on offense and defense you feel has to have a good game to really cement their spot in this roster. Give me a bubble, guys. Well, number one is um, Gibson. I think he has to just keep mm. doing what he's doing. I like I like that guy from the defensive line, um, Smart. Smart is looking really good as well, too. Tenzil Smart. Yeah, Tenzil Smart. Whoa. Oh, yes. Whoa. Sure, man. He's oh, been my God. Killing now. it. Killing it. Killing it. Bro. Oh, man. Not Talk just him either. Hector. Hector's been making plays, too. I'm oh, sorry. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're rolling. Yes. Hector is both. <laughs> that defensive line is looking very, very tough. I don't know who we have to cut, but I'm glad I'm not in that position. But he, those two are really killing everybody else on the defensive line as well, too. But, yeah, those, mm-hmm. those two, um, those three, I, I feel like they need to, you know, step it up a little bit. The running back position, the the Lees, and, um, I mean, no, his name is Ty or something, or Lace. Uh, I forgot his name, but, um, he, mm-hmm. yeah, his his number was 35, but he was actually doing good in the in the um, Carolina game, but he did bad against the, the Buccaneers. He needs to step Are it up a little bit ben, more. Are you talking about Bam Knight or Die? Or Travis Die? Yeah, Die, Die, Die. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. There we go. Die. Yeah, die. And Bam also got to step it up as well too, you know. Um I feel like he mm-hmm. he definitely I feel like the pressure got to him and he wasn't really showing up and stuff. But other than that, mm-hmm. I, I feel like those guys need to step up, but you know, I'm definitely going to be locked in watching this game mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to see how it is, man. Yeah, I'm hyped as well. Listen, Val, I got to slide off cuz I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, man, for sure, man. Have a good one, and everybody hit and like, subscribe to that um to Joe, and keep doing your thing, Joe. And you know we got to get ready for this um terrible defense from last year. You know. For <laughs> 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 those of you that do not know, there was a caller that called in on a previous show, and Val has been trolling ever since. The guy said the Jets' defense was terrible and that that was his biggest concern coming into this year. All right, just so. (laughs) Oh, just so everybody knows, Val is such a troll. He's such a troll. We're getting back to these lines, 515-602-969 is the number. Call in. We're taking calls. We're getting a little short on time. But, again, we get these calls through. Next. We're coming to Mac. We're coming directly to Mac. Bill will come to you next, Mac. (laughs) Salutes, Mac. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, Mac is a savage. Mac salutes. Listen, Aaron Rodgers will be playing against the Giants. Are you for it or against it? Um. I, Joe, man, good, good to talk to you. I think good Aaron Rodgers just cannot wait to start lighting people up, and if mm-hmm. he thinks this is going to help him, he, he's going to do it. You know, just as mm-hmm. Jet fans, we've seen it before. We don't want people getting hurt, but he, he mm-hmm. wants to be absolutely one hundred percent ready to start lighting people up and smell the sickly sweet smell of buffalo fat. You know, on September 11th, he, he can't wait. <laughs> Listen, I can't wait either. And I know that I think that this is going to go 
you know, quite a ways in helping the New York Jets offense get off hot. And that's a big thing I keep talking about because we play a lot of killers. Another thing I've been talking about as well, the Jets offensive line, Makai Becton now named the starting right tackle. you got Dwayne Brown coming off the pup. What is your outlook on the line, and are you concerned that they haven't really had a lot of time to jail, you know, as a unit with the season right around the corner? Well, you know, Rogers himself said he's not too worried about it, but, you know, I, I, I 100% agreed with naming Makai to right tackle and letting these guys start getting some reps together. It is important, but – you know, the thing we got going for us is we got an offense, pred- offense predicated on a lot of uh, a lot of tight end and short passes and screens, and that boy can get yep. the ball out of his hands super-duper quick, so he's not going to get yep. a lot of licks while we get that line pulled together. Yeah, I mean, you're speaking some facts there. Now, my final question for you, Mac, Corey Davis retires. What is your outlook on what is your thoughts on him retiring? And also, what is your outlook on the New York Jets wide receiver position with him gone? Oh, geez. You know, Joe, it's 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 got to be a pretty bad situation, I feel, for the guy. You know, I, I along with uh, Val, you know, wouldn't have minded if they cut him and, and saved that money. But I, they didn't – number one, I think they liked him. Number two, they couldn't trade him because they, they probably had a line on the fact that he wasn't going to play this year. So that would have negated the trade. Um, you know, I, I actually, since they decided they liked him and kept him, I was hoping the guy could have a good year. Um, they seemed to want him, but but he's gone. So, you know, and I, I really don't know whether, you know, uh, everyone cheers for these poor orphan UDFAs, but we don't we don't really know if they can play. But I, I'm I'm good either way. Go get somebody or give the, give one of these young fellas a chance. Yeah, yeah. So before I let you go, Matt, because you've been bringing the heat, give me a guy on offense and a guy on defense you're looking at that could be on the bubble for the roster that you think has to have a good game in an upcoming game against the Giants to really cement their spot. Joe, I don't know. We got so it's going to be like a clearance sale when we start cutting people because we're yeah. going to get more people claiming than last year. We got so many boys yeah. who can freaking play. I mean, yeah. they're just Expect- going to be oh, man. circling. There's going to be vultures yeah, circling the whole time. Yeah, especially and, our uh, defensive line depth. Whoever we let go yeah. is going to be on somebody's team immediately. There's no way. Like, Jeez, because, I, we talked about it earlier with Val, Tenzil, Smart, Jesus, Hector. It's going to be wild. What about this kid, Chaz Surratt? Um, obviously, mm, yeah. um, Sal loves yep. the kid. I mean, yep. you know, we got we got guys all over the field. Um, so I, you know, it's hard for me to say because we got so many good ones. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with Val, man. I say Gibson cause busted off a return and that's a rare skill, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Listen, Mac, I got to slide off cause I got another caller. I want to thank you for calling in next time I have a show. I want to hear from you. All right. Yeah, Joe, I do the best I can, man. Take care. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Next, we're coming to our final caller. Ooh, it's been hot, and we are getting low on time. This is Bill. Salutes, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we've been talking quite a bit, Bill. Give me your thoughts. Aaron Rodgers playing against the Giants. Were you for it or against it? I'm for it. I I think uh, getting that offensive line, uh, especially the right side, moving, 
especially in the run game. I want to see uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tucker and uh, 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 Becton move people because that's what's going to work yeah. against Buffalo. Yeah. And, and that running yeah. game is going to be something we've never seen. Joe, just step back a second when you look at this team. Even mm-hmm. with the small little adjustments we have to make here and there, like maybe another receiver, if we have to, we'll get one. We'll get up a backup offensive lineman. We might be able to get Beecham from 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 Arizona to stick him in there. From Arizona, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then listen, my thing is, it's a monster team. We're looking at a monster mm-hmm. here. That defense. We're forgetting a little thing. They probably have the best secondary in the game, in addition to that pass rush, that monster pass rush. We are lost. Yeah. His nursing is sore back, and it doesn't make a difference. Just let him rest. You know, make sure he's mm-hmm. 100%. We'll need him. Just if one goes out, we've got so many on that pass rush. Yeah. I'm just yeah. telling you, it's, it's going to dominate teams. Remember last year with Wilson, we gave up 18 points a game. This defense will be better than last year. Salah's tendency is always the defense gets better and better. Look at the – you've got Gardner. How – think with that mm-hmm. pass rush and those coverage corners. I mean, it's – and remember, we always poo-poo the linebackers. Mosley is not a slouch as a linebacker. This is – he's been a stud for 10 years. This this team is going to, and with, with that running game, look at the running game. You've got Cook, you've got Hall at full tilt, and then you got yep. Carter, and, and, and that yep. new running I mean, you're, you're with Becton, and remember, uh, Tomlinson is going to improve. He was an all-pro. It was his first year here. He's okay. He'll he'll be he a little above our right, way better. But I, be I think he will because mm-hmm. remember he's been an all pro. People sometimes have bad years, and then of mm-hmm. course look at Dwayne Brown. This people are neglecting the heart of this man. He played with one arm all last year. He could have tanked it and hung it up and took his money. It was guaranteed. All he had to do was sit down. He decided to play the whole year in agony. He is going to be a great tackle next year, and he never gets injured other than the arm. And so I think Mm. we're looking for – and I have one suggestion. What I think we need to do is because we've got so much talent and we want to keep Mm – I'm I'm leaning towards five wide receivers now. Pick one of the ones. I don't know which – you know, you can make that choice. Brownlee, uh, Gibson, Mm -hmm. I pick the best one. Uh, You can't carry two of them. And then what you do is you go at five. You can wait until the trading deadline, and maybe later on, if you want to make a move on your right receiver again, you can pick up that backup offensive lineman. I would cut Hardy, the special team ace. Justin Hardy? Nothing. The special team ace? Yeah, because – yeah, because we, we're, we're too good a team. We don't need that luxury to give up a roster spot. We want know. someone. And that, yeah, well, it gives, it, it gives you the ability to keep four tight ends. I, don't, I, 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 I want to keep uh, both the two, two tight ends. Remember, one of them could get injured. You're going to need them. And Coops, even though he didn't look great in the preseason, 
with his height and speed, I just imagine Rodgers taking advantage of that over Belichick in the end zone, driving crazy. Yeah. Anyway, your, no, your listen, thoughts. Listen, Bill. Listen, Bill. I, I hear you. All right. I don't know if Koontz is going to make this roster. We'll see. I think your boy has been playing very well. Koontz is would, a guy I, I can see us bashing on the practice squad, though. I could see yep, us doing yep, that, yep. but I don't know. Yep. I don't know if he'll he'll be here. But listen, Bill, I gotta slide off because they're about to shut me down. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, you brought some good takes. Oh okay? yeah, hey, hey, I'm go- I'm I'm definitely coming in. And remember, J E T S. This is a monster team. It's going to be a great year. Right. Listen, salutes to Bill, bringing some fire. I have to shut this down. <laughs> They about to start hating on your boy. You know how blog talk like to do. Listen. <laughs> I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well. Okay, go on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, okay? Listen, Elijah Vera Tucker is back at it, baby, all right? And he's about to dominate folks. He's about to put fools on their back this season. Pancake after pancake after pancake. Dominant right guard can play every position along the offensive line, even though he didn't play center, but we know he can do that. If you want a good offensive lineman, you know what you do? You go to USC and you just get one. Fight on, okay? So come on over. Me and Elijah Vera Tucker will be under that bridge waiting on you. I'm also on YouTube as well. For those of you that do not know, come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, give the video a thumbs up and share it across your social media with your friends and your family. I like connecting with people. And if you want to troll me, get in those comments in the videos and troll me right there as well. I welcome that, okay? And I'll go right back and forth with you. And as always, people, when you see me in person, okay, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. I want to thank everybody, okay? They're about to shut your boy down. I want to thank everybody for uh, joining your boy, okay? Without you people, I'm asking you nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to call in to all the savages in the chat to interact with me any way that you do. I want to thank you, okay? You folks are the absolute best, but before we get out of here, we got to show some respect. Salute and respect to Coach Grady with the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> Coach Grady salutes, he says, Salutes to the LBJ show. Let's go Jets. That's what I'm talking about, all right? Have to show that man some respect. We put some respect on the money, okay? Thank you, Coach Grady. Now I'm going to get on out of here. You folks have a good one. Until the next show, peace.